You're listening to episode 61 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. Hello and welcome to the podcast this week. This is episode 61 and this episode is an episode that was recorded live at the Alexa conference here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. If you've been following along, you know that I was very privileged and very fortunate to be able to be a speaker here at the conference and the conference has been an incredible experience. I had the opportunity to speak about voice technology in the context of healthcare. And I also had the opportunity today to lead a workshop on how to create a flash briefing. If you've been following along with the flash briefing, you also may have heard that we actually recorded today's flash briefing episode live in the conference, which was a lot of fun. And for the podcast, what I promised to do was to put out the recording of the live workshop that I did about how to create a flash briefing. So if you have been wondering about how you can get your message out to your audience, whether it be a, a, a business that you have, whether it be a nonprofit organization that you want to uh, you know, uh, promote, whether it is your own passion and you wanna share that with the world, a flash briefing, as far as I'm concerned, currently right now is the prime real estate of voice and in this workshop I dive into this and I discuss how we can go about setting up a flash briefing. I refer to a resource during the workshop and that resource you can access as well at createaflashbriefing.com and I have to say this episode does go uh, longer than my typical episodes but I really wanted to give you the whole experience of being in the workshop and another little surprise is that a about approximately the 53 minute mark. I gotta give a shout out to Jim. He lives here in Chattanooga. He had the great idea to get the crowd involved in the actual demo of me recording a live flash briefing. So it's interesting. I'll tell you, there's a little bit of uh, it, let's put it this way. It doesn't go as smoothly as we would have liked the first time around. And you get to experience the whole thing. I didn't edit it at all. So I'm sure you will enjoy that and hopefully you'll get a good laugh to it around the 53 to 55 minute mark or so. All right. So without any further ado, let's get into the flash briefing workshop. I want to welcome you to the prime real estate of voice, how to create a flash briefing. This is where I live. Well, I don't live in that silver ball. That's the, that's the science center in Vancouver. But that's the city that I live, out on the west coast. Has anybody been to Vancouver? All right, awesome. So, beautiful place. These are some pictures of Vancouver. That's the Lionsgate Bridge coming out of Stanley Park, going over into the North Shore. And um, that's downtown, Canada Place. And, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful place to live. This is uh, English Bay. It's one of the most expensive places to live in North America. Lucky me. The, uh, the average home cost actually in Vancouver right now is $1.1 million. Average home. American. Canadian, so that's about five bucks. That's about five bucks American. So, um, and you know, when I, every time I think about that, I think about, boy, do I ever wish I had the foresight 
20 years ago to invest in property along this waterfront right there. Because if I had done that, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. But uh, the fact of the matter is, real estate costs a fortune in Vancouver. And for those people that were smart enough to get in early, they're doing very well. They're doing very well. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, it's actually unaffordable. People are moving away from Vancouver just because it is so expensive. So um, I've met some of you over the course of the last couple of days. My name's Terry Fisher. Um, I'm a physician, kind of an unlikely person to be talking about flash briefings, but I'm a technology enthusiast. I always have been. Um, way back before it was even cool to have electronic invitations and evites and that sort of stuff, when I got married, like, was it 12 years ago? I created a little CD-ROM for my invitation to my, to my wedding, and I sent that out in the mail to people, and they got to watch a little video. So I'm into all this techie stuff. Um, I love technology. Obviously, I'm a physician. I love healthcare. I love educating. I have a, um, a Bachelor of Education degree as well, uh, so I've done formal training in educating. And so I love teaching, and when I combine all of these things, technology, education, and at heart, I have to say, like, I'm an entrepreneur. I love marketing and this sort of stuff. It's a... It, Flash briefings are the way that I've been able to bring all this together, and it's really, really exciting. So, this real estate analogy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk this for all it's worth because we're gonna, we're gonna stretch this like crazy uh, when it comes to flash briefings. Um, so let's pull up the next slide here. Okay, so what we're gonna do? I'm gonna go quickly into, you know, what is a flash briefing? Okay, we're gonna talk about why you should be doing this now, and we're gonna talk about We'll spend the majority of the time here, the bulk of the time here, and how do you actually do this, okay? I need to get a sense of the audience here, though. Like, so first of all, how many of you listen to flash briefings? Okay, good. So everybody, knows, everybody pretty much knows what a flash briefing is. Um, how many of you would consider yourselves a developer knows how to code? One person. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be... That's great, because uh, this is going to be easy for you. Um, but for everybody else here, I want to stress one thing. You do not need to know how to code to create a flash briefing, and you're going to see that. It's very, very simple. I, I mean, I've got a lot of interest. I'm certainly not a coder, um, and I was able to set this up, okay? So it's, it's going to be uh, easy to do. How many of you currently have a flash briefing, your own personal flash briefing? Two, okay, great, great. Um, so hopefully, you, hopefully you'll get some tips out of this talk to improve your flash briefing, perhaps, um, and that'll be valuable for you. Um, and how many of you are, you're, you're here because you're interested in flash briefings, but how many of you are seriously considering actually starting one of your own in the, in the sort of near future? Okay, perfect. Okay, so that's a great audience. Okay, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the first part then. You, you all know what a flash briefing is. Okay, so a flash briefing, of, cor a flash briefing of course, is a small, short audio piece of content, right? In that way, it's actually similar to a podcast. We've heard a lot about podcasting over the course of the last couple of days. And I'm sorry, I missed some of those episodes because I was in the healthcare stream at that time. Um, but I heard there were some really great sessions. Um, I hope I'm not repeating a lot of what was said in those sessions. But uh, it's short audio content. And as I believe you, you heard about, I heard sort of from some other people, this is the way that we're going. We're going towards shorter audio content. Um, I can tell you personally, when I listen to podcasts, and I love podcasts. Does everybody listen to podcasts in here? Yeah, okay. So personally, and you may, you may have your own opinion on this, I find that when podcasts are, get sort of beyond the 20, 25, 30-minute um, mark, it's a little bit more of a commitment that I'm making when I'm starting to hit play on that podcast. 
So I really like the podcasts that tend to be 15, 20 minutes and so on. I'm a podcaster um, and we'll talk about that a little bit. So that's what I aim for. Yes, sometimes my shows go longer than that. It's not ideal. But, um, but I think flash briefings really are the sweet spot as we move forward here. Flash briefing is like a podcast, right? It's a subscription. Once somebody enables your flash briefing, they're subscribed. And it's an opportunity to develop an intimate relationship with your audience over time. All right. So why a flash briefing now? Let's talk about this. We know this. You must have a voice present. That's why you're here. Uh, I believe it was Brett Kinsella. If I'm getting the talks correct. The very first speaker of this conference. He made some comment along the lines, if you don't have a voice presence, you're essentially silent. I think that's a great statement because that is the way we're going. We're going towards a, uh, uh, an era when we're going to be talking about ambient computing. If you don't have some audio voice out there that people can listen to, you're, you, you will be, it's the same as being silent. I think that's a great, great statement that he made. It's an opportunity to become a thought leader. When you take the time to create a flash briefing, or a podcast for that matter, just by the nature of you doing that and putting in the effort and putting in the work and doing the research that goes behind that, you elevate your status as far as the audience uh, is concerned. And so this is an opportunity for you to become a leader in whatever your field is. Those two people that have flash briefings out right now, can I just ask, what, what are they on? I'm just curious. Education. Education? Fantastic. And what was the, who was the other person? So I know, yeah, Daniel, Instagram, yeah. There was another person, sorry. Who else had the flash briefing? No? Or is that it? Okay. Okay, great. If you don't do it, your competitors will, right? There's no, doubt about it. there's no doubt about it. Right now, if we take that real estate analogy, there's a lot of real estate development to be had right now, and that land is available for you to grab and put your house on it, put your apartment building on it, and take it from there and grow that. If you don't, somebody else will. It's the bottom line. <clears throat> All right, this is really cool. Amazon is a giant search engine. Right? If somebody is going to search for a product on Amazon and you have happened to title your flash briefing and the description, if you used appropriate keywords, when they're searching for that product, they may actually stumble upon your flash briefing. So by doing a flash briefing, you're actually getting into the Amazon search database. Okay. One of the problems with, Amazon, with Alexa skills is you need to remember the invocation name. And I don't know about you, but with me, I've got, I don't know how many, I couldn't tell you how many skills I've enabled now since I've had my devices, and I can't remember which ones I've enabled. The thing is, once somebody has enabled a flash briefing, they never need to remember that invocation name again because it's now part of their subscription. So this is something that's unique in the flash briefing as opposed to the other types of skills. Right? Because it's just part of their subscription. All they have to say is something very natural. Alexa, tell me my news. And it does it. Seamless. Well, that kind of goes along without saying with the voice and the, what I've just described. Okay. So let's move on. A couple more reasons why you, yeah. Absolutely. Let's, let's take this interactive. If you do have questions, throw them out. Yep. So can the um, subscription be, um, can they do it, do they have to pull on the app and do it or can they do it verbally? It can be done both ways. Yeah, you can enable the name of the of the flash briefing. So you just say enable yeah. flash briefing name. name. So how they're exposed to it, how they discover it, they just, they just say it. And, and Correct. Correct. What's nice about the app um, is that you can then sort. You can actually 
edit the order that your flash briefing feed. So if I've subscribed to, to be a little more clear about that, if I've subscribed to four flash briefings, I can change the order and I can have a particular one come up first, second, third, fourth. So, so you know, once somebody gets a number of flash briefings in there, it's, it's nice to be able to tell them. And I tell people that on my, on my episodes, you know, you can, you can reorder them if there's something you want to hear first. Um, so another thing about flash briefings, and this is similar to podcasts, but people tend to listen to these in their transitional moments of the day. So transitional moments meaning they're getting dressed. Maybe you even have some people have their, you know, their devices in the bathroom while they're in the shower. You know, they're, they're listening to these during times when they can't be physically looking at a video or scrolling through their Instagram feed or anything like that. This is a technology that allows you to access them at other times when basically they were inaccessible, unless they were listening to the radio, right? But we're t- which, which is kind of interesting because it's got some similarities to a radio. All right. We know that there's a big push to put these in cars. Again, personally, I listen to podcasts in, in cars. I don't know how many of you listen to podcasts when you're driving around. As Amazon makes a, a larger and larger uh, presence in cars, you'll be able to listen to your flash briefings in your cars as well. Another option. And it's a large white space. I've already sort of mentioned that. That right now, there are not a lot of flash briefings out there. And if you ever felt like you missed the opportunity on getting you know, one of the first to Instagram or first to Facebook or first to Twitter, you name it, or, or first to podcasting, now is the time to be first to flash briefing. All right. So prime real estate, there's little competition right now. And that makes it much easier to be found. Because when somebody goes to search for a flash briefing in your particular niche, you might be the only one there right now. You become a part of a person's life, you develop this intimate relationship. People tend to, and I I know from my statistics, people tend to listen to flash briefings in the morning when they're getting ready. That's typically, for those of you that listen to flash briefings, how many of you listen to them in the morning? How many of you, as a, as a rule, generally speaking, would listen to them at another time of day? Nobody. Interesting. One person? Okay. Listen to, like, would you, would you preferentially listen to your flash briefing later on in the day versus in the morning? Yeah? Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah, so there's, there's um, the, the, the odd person that does that, and that's great. But the statistics show that generally they're going to listen to them in the morning. Um, it will be more difficult in the future for the reasons I've said. And echoes are selling out, right? This is still very early. This is so early that, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm from Canada and Amazon echoes have only been in Canada for just over a year right now. And already, I didn't mention this at the beginning. So I, I have a flash briefing called Voice in Canada. I launched it within about the first month of Amazon being released into Canada. It, uh, so I have been doing this daily for about 340 days. I'm almost up to a year. Okay, I have not missed a day yet, knock on wood, wherever wood is. Um, and it's the number one rated flash briefing in Canada. And it's actually the number one news skill in Canada right now on the Amazon store. Um, and like nobody, you know, in, in the big scheme of things, nobody has these devices yet. Yes, we're hearing the stats and people are buying them, but that just shows the potential here. My, my, uh, my flash briefing in a year, almost a year, in a relatively small market of Canada compared to the United States, we've only been there for a year. Most of my audience, of course, is Canadians, but close seconds actually Americans, because a lot of my content is applicable to the United States. 
Um, but it's already been downloaded over 80,000 times. Okay. So, yes? Because there's going to be more competition. It's going to be harder to, to get found. Yeah, yeah. I'm refer referring to the competition there. Yeah. Okay. So just to kind of, you know, you've, you've seen some of these stats already. So how many podcasts are there? There's about 650,000 podcasts out there right now. A lot of them are, are sort of sitting there, but they're dormant. They're, the people are not actually, um, you know, creating new, new episodes. We know that there's, the numbers are a little different depending on who you ask, uh, but skills is about 70,000 right now. Um, Anybody know how many flash briefings are out of those 70,000? It's about 8,000 flash briefings right now. Okay, this is worldwide. Okay, so what that means, to put that another way, put that another way, is for every 80 podcasts that are out there right now, there's one flash briefing. Okay, that kind of illustrates to you the opportunity right now for flash briefings. All right, so let's get into the, the meat of this. We're going to talk about how do you create these things, okay? First thing I want to tell you is if you've got your computer handy, I have a resource at creativeflashbriefing.com, okay? It's a completely free web page. It's a tutorial. I, as, as I didn't mention this as well, I have two podcasts in addition to my flash briefing. I have the, the Alexa in Canada podcast, and I have the Voice First Health podcast. Um, Alexa in Canada is more about consumer-based uses of Alexa and, and what's going on with that. Again, it's... The content is very applicable to the United States as well. However, when there are Canadian nuances, I highlight those in the, in the podcast. And Voice First Health is about um, healthcare and voice technology. This has, basically, if you go to that website, creativeflashbriefing.com, you will see that it's a complete resource of how to get up a flash briefing. It's got everything you need there. It's got the tools, it's got the software, it's got the, the hardware I recommend. Um, takes you through screenshots of how to set everything up, and you're good to go. During the course of this next hour or so, 150 minutes, uh, I'll be referring to that, and there's some resources at the bottom of that page of some worksheets that you can download. Those worksheets are from a course that I have about how to create a flash briefing, but uh, I put those on there today specifically so that we can access those and kind of work through those together, okay? So here we go. We're going to really stretch this real estate analogy. First thing, before we even talk about recording anything, you have to plan out your flash briefing. I'm going to say this. Being a physician, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an analytical person by nature. That's how I've been brought up. That's how I've been trained to look at evidence, to analyze things. And I can tell you, when I went about setting up my flash briefing, I did a lot of research into what I think are the best practices. A lot of it came from podcasting. I did podcasting previously. Um, and so I'm going to tell you what I think is the best way to make an effective flash briefing. There are, uh, there are other options out there for sure. There are some ready-made solutions. You can hire somebody to do it. Um, and if that fits for you personally, then great, go for it. I'm going to give you my opinion today about how I think to do that. And what I'm going to show you is actually that by you taking control over your flash briefing and taking the time to just learn a little bit about the Amazon developer portal, you can set this up very easily and be in complete creative control of your own flash briefing, which I think is extremely important. Okay. So we've got to talk about the plans. What's the first step? <clears throat> you need to decide on your topic, right? So whatever your niche is, you need to determine... Who is your show for? Your avatar. Do we, have sort of, do we have marketers in this room that consider themselves marketers? Yeah. Okay. So you know this better than I do. All right. You need to figure out who this is for. So the, the, I was thinking, how can I kind of, you know, ad lib this on the spot and kind of work through this with you? One of the things I enjoy doing is I coach my sons and my daughter's ice hockey teams. 
So perhaps I want to make a flash briefing about being an amateur hockey coach. Okay, so who is that for? In this case, it's going to be somebody very much like me. Now, it might not be. You might have an avatar that's somebody unlike you, but that's your market. But for me, you know, I'm looking for, for the, generally speaking, it tends to be dads. There are moms that are hockey coaches out there. It tends to be dads between sort of 30 and 50 with young kids who are going to the ice rink with their kids. And while they're there, they're coaching, but they really don't have any coaching experience. They want to be on the ice with their kids. So that's who my show's for. The next step is to figure out well, what is the problem? So the problem is, and I know this when I started coaching, like, I don't know how to coach. I need some help. What do I, how do I know what drills from with the kids? How quickly do I advance them? How do you deal with referees during a game? How do you deal with parents? And parents complain like, ah, oh, my son didn't get enough ice time and this sort of stuff. And, you know, when to enter tournaments or do you push a kid to be more competitive? Or, I mean, there's a lot that goes into being a good coach. And I knew none of that. So then what sort of transformation are you going to take the person through, through your flash briefing, through your content? Because what's going to make a successful flash briefing is where you're providing real value to the, to the uh, listener, right? So what sort of transformation? In my case, it's going to be, well, by the end of, or hopefully not by the end of listening to flash briefing, they'll continue to listen to the flash briefing, but every day they'll get a little bit more skilled in becoming a coach. And what's going to make it unique, right? Because the thing is with with skills, as, as, as a sample, or as an example, you know, you can have everything in Alexa's voice. But you'll know, and I think, I think most of you will agree, that when you have something that's got a voice actor or something that's making it unique, it's a much more pleasurable experience. It's much, it's, it's, it's much nicer. And so maybe it's going to be the way you approach your flash briefing. Maybe it's going to be a series of Q&As. You're going to have your community call in. You're going to answer a question. Maybe it's going to be having a guest quote each day on your flash briefing. That's what you're going to be known for. Maybe it's going to be because on Monday you're going to have a particular topic. So for hockey coaching, how do you motivate kids? I'm going to have a motivation Monday topic on Mondays. On Tuesday, it's going to be something about ice hockey tactics. So it's going to be a tactic Tuesday or something like that. How can you make yours unique and offer really good value to your audience? So what I want to do, I'm, I'm aware of the time because I, I want to make sure we do get everything, get through everything. But on that website that I showed you, createaflashbriefing.com, at the bottom you'll see some worksheets. Um, what I'd like to do is take a moment, and you can either fill it in online or just take some notes on your, on your, on your keyboard or, or on your computer or whatever it is, and I want you to just see if you can brainstorm. We'll just take like max five minutes here, and it's really neat if you can actually work with somebody next to you. If you've already got a flash briefing, maybe help somebody out. Think about who is your avatar, what problems are they solving, what's the transformation, and what makes your flash briefing unique. And this is, this is laying the foundation for a really good flash briefing. Okay? So I might even make it only four minutes because I know we've got a lot to get through. All right? Flash briefing details. There's a second part to this. I might not get everybody to break up again because, I'm, I, I, like I said, I want to make sure we get through all the content, but you'll get the idea from this. So um, flash briefing details. The next part is you need to come up with a title. I'll put these all up and then I'll talk about each one a little bit. It might be a bit easier. You need a short description, a long description, and these are the, these are the requirements that Amazon puts on you for, um, uh, for what's required and keywords. Okay, um, So let's just talk about that. Uh, and there's a worksheet to work through this as well. But basically, this is where you're going to really make an impact on your SEO, your search engine optimization when people start searching the Amazon store for your skills. So you want to have a title that is obviously relevant 
to what you are talking about. Um, so mine is mine's actually interesting because my, my brand is actually Alexa in Canada. And when I went to create the Alexa in Canada flash briefing, what I discovered is that Amazon will not allow you to create any skill with the word Alexa in it. It's trademarked. So something to keep in mind, right? If you have a, a term or something that you're representing another brand, I know Daniel's got a good example of that. He actually has Instagram in his name and he has got formal approval from Instagram to use that. So um, that's something that you can do, um, but something to keep in mind. So I actually had to change mine to voice in Canada, which is, which is fine. Um, short description, this is what would show up if you're looking on your app for your skill and you'll see if you click on a, uh, oh, sorry, on a flash briefing, you'll see a short description. So you want to have some keywords in that, but, all, but you can't just, don't just like keyword stuff it. Like for my case, for that hockey one, like it wouldn't make sense if somebody looks at it and it just says hockey comma, um, coaching comma, amateur comma, Wayne Gretzky comma, like, right? It, it's, gotta, it's gotta read naturally, but give it some thought. And then the longer description is if somebody actually clicks on it on, this, on the Amazon store or they go and they read more about it. So you can have up to 500 words there approximately. And again, you want to make that read naturally, but be strategic about the terms that people are searching about. And one of the ways that you can do that is think if somebody were to go on to Amazon and they were searching for a book about your topic, what would they search for? If you, were, if you yourself were to go and search for a book about your topic, what would you type into the search engine? And I mean, that's a really good start to think about what keywords you need. And then that keyword field is also critical, critical. Because, you know, maybe somebody, in my example with this coaching one, maybe somebody is, they're, they're, they're a hockey buff and they're interested in coaching strategy, but they haven't really, you know, and they're wondering, like, Wayne Gretzky was actually a hockey coach for a while. I wonder if Wayne Gretzky's book talks about it. I'm just going to search for Wayne Gretzky. So if you put Wayne Gretzky in your keyword... When they search on Amazon, your flash briefing is going to come up if they search for Wayne Gretzky, if you happen to have that keyword in, your, in that field. Does that make sense? So, all right. So let's, um, I think for the sake of time, I won't get you to work through this all again. Um, if at any point you want me to stop and you kind of want to ask questions about it, let me do that, or I'm happy to do that, but let's keep going here. All right. Furthermore, here's the question. How often do you do a flash briefing? I will tell you again my opinion, the sweet spot is daily. Okay? You can set up a flash briefing to be hourly, which would be insane. Um, you know, the only people that are doing it sort of multiple times throughout the day are huge media organizations. They've got the staff to do that. Um, you can also do them weekly, which is fine. But keep in mind the things that I already spoke about, which was you want to create this intimate relationship with your listener, somebody who's going to uh, de- you know, develop this relationship and come to rely on you. And the way you do that is by being there every day for them. Um, probably the biggest obstacle, there's one point that I think is really important to keep in mind. If you are going to do this, if you're going to create a flash briefing, you have to be consistent, in my opinion. You have to be consistent with it. If you think that you cannot be consistent with this, I would suggest that you probably not do a flash briefing because think about if you listen to your favorite radio station. And, you, and the radio station is there broadcasting one day, and the next day you turn on the radio station and they're gone. And the next day you come back and the radio station is playing, and the next day they're gone. I would argue that that act probably is probably even hurting that brand more than not having anything at all. So unless you're going to be consistent with it, and that's probably the biggest challenge with flash briefings or podcasts or whatever, then you need to think twice. Length. How long should they be? Short. Sorry? 
Yeah, I, I, would, I would say two to three minutes max. Two to three minutes max. The reason for that is because the idea behind flash briefings is that people are going to subscribe to a number of them, right? You know, I want to hear my sports news, or maybe I have a favorite sports. Maybe I want to listen to mine. Maybe I want to listen to, to yours. I want to hear education. I want to hear what's going on here. So if you, if you subscribe to five of these and they're 10 minutes each, you've just now committed to listening to something for 50 minutes every morning. Whereas if you have two to three minutes, and, and I can tell you what's going to happen generally is that those people that are listening to number of flash briefings, they're going to start to take off those long ones <clears throat> because they just don't have time for it. So if you want to be consistent, they've got to be short. And I think that's, that's great as a flash briefing producer. It's easier for us. Make short, quick, to the point, short and sweet flash briefings with good, valuable content. Say what you need to say and then get off. All right. So, because then if they're two to three minutes and you listen to five of them, then you're talking about a 10 to 15 minute commitment while you're getting dressed or whatever. Okay. And what do you talk about categories? So, within your niche, as I said, you know, you have to be consistent. One of the challenges with that is coming up with content every day, right? And so, what I would encourage you to do is take some time and brainstorm of what are the subcategories within your area that you can speak about. So again, let's take my coaching example, and I sort of already hinted at this, but I could do, I could talk about motivation techniques for kids. I could talk about skills, I mean, uh, or drills to do on the ice. I could talk about maybe a positional day. So on one day I want to talk about forward strategy, defense strategy. If you've got a goalie, how do you, tra- how do you train a goalie when you've got the rest of the kids on the ice skating around? How to deal with parents. How to, so you've got maybe news, um, special events coming up. So you brainstorm a list of these things, and this is what I've done with my own flash briefing, and then when I'm looking for content, I can go down my list, and it just triggers new things, right? Oh, I haven't spoken about you know, the strategy for a while. Let's do, let's do one on that, okay? So again, we'll, we'll skip over working on, the, working on the worksheet, but it's there for you if you, if you want to work through that. And you can decide what your frequency, what your uh, length is going to be, and... Um, and what subcategories you're going to talk about. Call to action, CTAs, the marketers will be aware of this. Provide value number one, okay? Your, 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 your flash briefing should never simply be, go check out my website, right? Because nobody's going to listen to that. Number one, provide value. Having said that, you're doing this for a reason, you want people to go somewhere. At the end of your flash briefing, a very quick call to action is fine. You know. For more information, go check out my website at blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, I, um, for me, sometimes I'll highlight new products as they come to Canada. We're always a little bit behind the United States. So, hey, the Echo Show is finally here in Canada. For more information about it, go to my website, and I say the website name. Okay? What you can also do, and again, this is where it comes back to having really good creative control, is that you have the option of creating a URL link for each particular episode that the person can then have sent, you know the, the, um, the cards that come up when you enable a skill and the skill's playing, it shows up on your app. It has a link built in that you can then click on. So you can actually say, click on the link on the Alexa card. I see some puzzled looks. Does that make sense? Or? So, so if you um, ever looked at your, your Alexa app, it's basically showing you on the screen, on the home screen of that, what is going on uh, when you're talking to Alexa. They're called Alexa cards. And so if you enable a flash briefing, you're listening to the flash briefing, it shows up on your home screen of the Alexa app with a link. If you put it there, you can click on that link, and on your phone, it will take you to that link. 
and you can set that link individually per episode. The link goes to the episode, or it goes? It's any link you want. Any link you want. So you can put that in the flash brief. Correct. Whatever link, whatever you want. Correct. Correct. So you know, call to actions might be to go to the link. It might also be, and I highly recommend this, that you ask for reviews because this gets back to the whole search engine. You want to be a highly, highly reviewed. Again, I'll tell you my personal opinion. There's lots of different ways of doing this. You may agree, you may disagree. Um, you know, I hear some people ask for five-star reviews. I personally think that's a little bit sort of presumptuous. Uh, my, my take is I always try to be authentic. I try to be, I try to be honest with my audience. I never try to hide anything. I'm an affiliate for Amazon. I will often say that if I'm directing them to look at a product. I'm an affiliate for Amazon. If you, if you, um, you know, if you choose to buy something through this link, I do earn a small commission, and I really appreciate that. I'm not hiding anything. I'm very transparent with that. And when it comes to reviews, I will typically say something like, um, you know, reviews are always very much appreciated. If you have a moment and you are inclined to do so, I'd really appreciate it if you go and leave a review for this for this flash briefing. It helps it to be found by other people as well and improves the ranking. Very authentic, very natural, and I and I, I personally I don't like to tell them what to rate it. I mean, if I'm doing a good job, I think they're going to go and they're going to give it a high review anyway. So, um, so there you go. So so some call to actions. Um, make sure that you you do include that, and have a variety of them. How much does reviews affect how you come up in the search? For it's because of my reviews that I'm the number one flash briefing in Canada, um, and then and I and I can't give you a definite answer on this part, but when you search, there's different ways that you can sort them by. One of them is, um, so by rating, so you can do that. There's also a featured um, sorting option. I've very often been at the top of the featured. Um, I, I don't know the algorithm behind it. That's a secret. I don't know how Amazon sets that up, but I have to imagine that it has to do with your ratings at some, at some level. Um, so it is important to, to ask for ratings for sure. Some of the first call to actions I would do when you're starting it is ask for reviews. Okay. Yeah, that's what I would do to get it off. And, and, I, I, and again, my personal opinion is be totally authentic. Hey, I'm really excited. We, this is the first flash briefing we're doing it. I, I plan to give you great content over the next however long you're listening to it. And if you like what you're hearing, I'd really appreciate a review. So on Sundays, I te- I, so I have a Facebook community, the Alexa in Canada community. Well, on Sundays, I will typically go in and find a hot topic that people have been discussing, discussing um, a question, and I will highlight that topic because I know there's a lot of discussion about that and a lot of people would want to know about that. They may not necessarily be in the group. I talk about that, and I always give a shout-out to those people. I think it's nice to bring in the names and, and bring in the community. Um, on Mondays, I will typically give some type of news topic. Um, so a little tip there. Um, Subscribe to Google Alerts for your particular niche. I get an email daily about the latest Alexa Canada stories, and I can highlight those. Um, Tuesdays are typically the days that my podcast comes out, so I do a little teaser for my podcast, okay? And so on. And so there's something like that for each day, okay? All right. Yes, question. It's a good question. Um, not directly yet. Um, you know, the whole idea of advertising in flash briefings is interesting because they're very short. And so it might mean that you have a little brand, you know, that, that comes up. The way, the way I'm sort of monetizing mine right now is by directing them to my website where I have some affiliate links and that sort of thing. So, yeah. All right, we'll move on.
Flash briefing icons. This is what it's going to look like when somebody searches for it and they see it, right? So these are, again, what Amazon recommends. I want to show you a tool. Anybody familiar with Canva? Okay. I'm just going to step out of the presentation for a sec here because I want to show you something. Flash briefing icons and skill icons are round. Remember that. Look at this third one right here. They created an icon that's a square graphic in a round frame. It gets cut off. Okay? So, something to keep in mind when you are creating them. As I said, I, as far as I'm concerned, when I do something, I do something 100%. These little details matter to me. And, you know, if you, have, uh, if you want to come across as being very professional, you've got to look at the little details. And so, you know, icons that are already sort of round, that's great. They, they, they work. But if you don't have a round icon, you need to think about that, okay? So here's my little trick. This is a uh, canva.com. You go to Canva. You can outsource this, right? You can get a graphic artist. If you want to do it, you can do great graphics like this. Let me show you what I did. I went to a website called, has anybody heard of Unsplash? Unsplash.com. Totally free, incredible photos that you can use, okay? So I went to Unsplash.com, and let me go into... So I, I grabbed a, a, a photograph of a, of a hockey net. Then I went over here and I said, I'm going to do the 512 by 512 pixel one first because you need two designs. Create new design. Okay. There we go. I've got my canvas. Note that canvases are square. So here's what I do on Canva. I type circle. Sorry, under the element section. We type circle. I want to find something that looks like a circle frame. Uh, there it is. Let's drag that on. Okay. Let's make this circle so it fills the frame, basically. Now I know what is going to be in my graphic. Okay. Oh, actually, I made it a bit too big. Now I know what's going to be inside my graphic. Then I took that unsplash photo that I downloaded, completely free, copyright free. You can use them. And I, uh, in my uploads, here it is. Bring that in. Let's zoom in a bit here. Let's make a nice looking photographic graphic. So this one, you can't see my frame now because it's in front of it. So I'll just go to here, uh, position. I'm just going to move this graphic backwards. So now I can see that's what's in the frame. Okay, I know what it's going to look like. I'm going to go over to text. I'm going to just grab some text. And I'm going to go here and I'm going to say, let's call my skill um, hockey uh, hockey. Uh, coaching 101 or something like that. 101. Okay. Uh, I want to. I said I, I really pay attention to details. I like the vertical line of this of this um, post, this goalpost. So I'm going to take my text and I'm going to align it to the right so it looks nice along the edge of it. And I'm going to drag it this so it lines up along the post. And then I'm going to use my branding colors and I'm going to change the font. Let's say I want I don't know whatever it is that font. And I want to make it a bit bigger. I don't know. Let's go there or something like that. Anyway, you get the idea. I've got a nice-looking icon in about five minutes. Before I download this, just make sure that you hit this little circle frame and delete that, right? Because you don't need that anymore. That was just a tool, so you know what it looks like. You download that, and you've got your icon. Okay. So you might be comfortable doing that. You might want to outsource that. 
but a nice looking icon with your brand colors and so on. So that's one option. The other option is that you can actually just simply search in here, um, hockey, and you'll find some clip art uh, under elements. Oh, let me do that again, hockey. Some of these are free. This is a completely free service, but, but you can get a paid version and some of these icons you would pay for. Um, and you can sort by photos, graphics, and so on. All right, so there's a little example of how you can quick, quick and easily make a nice looking icon. Just keep in mind it's round. Okay, the next step, probably even more important than the, um, than the graphics, is your audio branding, right? We're talking, we were talking about voice first. And if you were in the other sessions, again, I, I'm sorry I missed those other ones where they talked about some audio branding, sonic branding. This is, this is important. This is your persona. This is how you're, you're going to come across when people are listening to it every day. They'll see that icon once or twice when they first enable it. Or they'll see it, yes, when they look at that card that I was talking about on their screen. But they're going to hear your branding every time they listen to it. This is critical, right? Because, um, let me turn up the volume here. Right, if I play a couple for you, what's that? T-Mobile, what's this? Okay, we just know. Sorry, Intel, Intel. So we just know, at least most of us know, <laughs> what those are. But the point is you wanna, ideally you wanna be that like identifiable to your audience. You start with something like that and they know what you're, they're listening to, right? And so uh, I, I, I created some branding around my, my Alexa and Canada podcast and then I shrunk that down and I took like a two or three second clip of that and that's become my branding for my flash briefing. So if they listen to my flash briefing and listen to my podcast, they're actually um, related to each other, okay? So, um, and I've got some resources listed on that uh, website as well of where you can go if you want to outsource it. I actually created my own in GarageBand. If you're not, you know, if, if that's a little bit too much, there's lots of places you can go to get that done. Um, excellent work. I, I won't, yeah, anyway, the resources on your website. I won't take time to, to show that to you. Okay. All right. That was all the foundation, right? That was, you've got your architect basically creating this. Okay. We're doing all right. Next step. Now we need to get the tools that we need to start building this, right? What tools do we need to create a good flash briefing? Okay. Here's what we do. As I mentioned a couple times, I think quality is critical. You need hardware and you need software. So this is what I recommend. There's lots of microphones out there. This microphone, does anybody use this microphone? The Audio Technica 2100. It is inexpensive. It gives excellent audio quality, excellent audio, excellent audio quality. And um, in, in Canada, it was about 100 bucks, so it's like a dollar here, something like that. Okay. And again, um, I've got links to all of this stuff on that website as well. So you need a microphone. I'll demonstrate to you why you need a microphone in just a sec. Um, you need a uh, a pop filter. Do I have that there? Let me uh, bring that up. Okay, shock mount and boom stand. I didn't bring my shock mount and boom stand. It's, it's not expensive at all, but it's one of those stands that kind of comes out on a boom and you can swing it around. It just makes it really easy to record. You can push it out of the way. And the, the shock mount is a, um, you've probably seen this, little microphones that are sort of suspended in these little mounts. And what that does is if you hit the desk, um, then 
the vibrations are not picked up through the microphone because it's basically like on a little suspension system. Okay, and then um, the other thing is a windscreen or a pop filter. So that's this. This kind of goes up in front of the microphone like that. The idea behind it is when you make those pop sounds. Um, sometimes you may have heard some audio where it just it, it crackles, it, it it clips, it gets too high in the in the uh, in the volume. This eliminates the, that popping sound when you put that in front. Okay, very cheap. This is like I can't remember eight bucks Canadian, so it's like a quarter something. So a wind, a, uh, I don't, to be honest, I don't record in the outdoor environment generally, but a windscreen can be useful. Sometimes you can actually get like these foam, you've seen like foam things over the top of a microphone, and that can shield out some of the wind. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Software. It's free. I don't, it, some of you may have experience with audio engineering and that sort of stuff. I, I have a Mac. I use GarageBand. If you have a PC, you can use Audacity. Everything that you need to do to create a good flash briefing, you can do with these free tools. Directory structure. You've got to keep yourself organized because you're gonna be, if you're going to do this every day, you've got to have a system. You have to have a system. So I'll tell you what I do. I have my, my directory structure. I have a name of my flash briefing. Within that, I have subdirectories. I have a subdirectory for my graphics, my icons. I have a subdirectory for recordings, meaning any audio. Like Dave was asking about if, if I've imported uh, an audio file from someone, it's a place for me to keep it organized, and then I've got my episodes. And my episodes, my file names, are named very specifically, so it's easy for me to keep track of them. What I personally do is I do the number of the episode, starting with 001, because very quickly you're going to get into the hundreds if you're doing this every day. 001, the date, and my title of my flash briefing. And it's very easy for me to see which one I'm, looking, I'm working on as I go along. And then create a master file. Create a template, and I'll show you what my template looks like. Once you've done that once, and you figure out where your little audio branding is going to be, where you're going to record your actual audio, save that as a template, save that as a backup template so you don't overwrite it by accident, and then when you need to record an episode, you just pull up your template, and you're just recording the part that is unique to that episode. You save it, and you export it. The next thing, we record an episode. We test the tools. Even before... You submit it to Amazon, do anything like that. I would suggest you try and record an episode. Because if you don't enjoy the process, there's no way you're going to do it every single day, and there's no point in going any further. All right? So you record an episode. So, record and export an episode. So I'm, I'm going to show you how to do that in just a second here. A couple of recording tips. My personal opinion, don't write a script. Keep it natural. Nobody wants to hear sort of a robot speak, Okay? This sounds, I, I didn't believe this at first, but smile when you speak. Um, it actually makes a difference. Now, if I try to demonstrate it, of course, I'll probably exaggerate it. But if I just tried, tried to keep a very, very straight, I can't even do it because I'm smiling naturally. But you can hear that when I smile, it sort of brightens up your, your tone, right? Okay. And just have fun with it. Your audience is going to be able to tell if you are enjoying the process and you're having fun or you're not. I'm very fortunate and I'm very humbled. It's very nice to hear when I read some of my reviews that, and, and it really surprised me. One of the things that I often am told in my reviews is that I've got a very cheery voice and they look forward to hearing me in the morning, which is fantastic. And I'm really, I mean, that's a really nice thing to hear. And I think that goes a long way in terms of, you know, engaging with your audience. Yes. Okay. We're going to record an episode right now. Okay. So let's, uh, let's do this. And I'm going to try my best to show you exactly what I do. Okay. So, this is like a weird pet peeve of mine that you should edit audio. Yep. Do you like put a blanket over your head? Or? 
I don't, but it's a good point. If you have a big hollow room with wooden floors, it's going to get sound very echoey. Yeah. Um, so I happen to have, I, I mean, depends how, you can go all out, right? I mean, you could pad your walls and things, right? Um, but I have it in a room where there's like a sofa, there's sort of some um, drapes, there's, there's enough soft material that it's reducing some of the echo and the sound vibrations bouncing off the walls. So, but that's a good point. Yeah, you don't want to do it in a big hollow room where it's going to, like this, because it's going to sound echoey. Okay, so I'm going to show you. I'm going to pull up my um, GarageBand. Now, I will tell you GarageBand, this may look very complicated. It's very simple software. If you have any sort of technological know-how, there's a little bit of a learning curve like anything, but it's not terribly uh, difficult. What I want to show you, first of all, is I just want to demonstrate to you what the difference is between, I'm going to move this microphone out of the way, between using a good microphone and not using a good microphone and the experience for your audience, okay? So um, I'm going to just, what I, I'll explain what I'm doing here, but I'm just going to, these are different tracks. So each line is a track, so I'm going to record my audio on the top track. The next track underneath that is actually some music and my audio branding that I then combine, okay? But on the top track, I'm just going to record uh, a sample uh, audio using just my built-in microphone on my Mac, okay? Hey there, this is Terry at the Flash Briefing Workshop at the Alexa in Canada conference. Okay, I'm going to plug in my microphone. Okay, and I'm going to try to say the same thing. And ideally, I'd have my pop filter set up. I, I'm not going to bother with that now, but okay. Hey, this is Terry here at the Alexa workshop. I don't know what I said. At the uh, Alexa something or other conference. I don't know. All right. Okay. That would be an, that would be an example of when you might want to re-record. Okay. So the volume is a little different, granted, because you can see the volume because the waveform is bigger. That's a little different just because, obviously, I was closer to this. Um, we can, we can um, I'll just turn it up here when I, okay. I want to play it back for you now. I want you to hear the difference, okay? So hopefully this will work. This sounds a little more tinny, and to be fair, I, 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 to be fair, my personal opinion is actually I can't hear. I can hear a difference. It's not dramatic. I think it. I think it. To your point, I think it's part. Of, a lot of it's the room. So if you're in an appropriate room, I can tell you that this makes a huge, huge difference. Can you hear it? Can you hear the difference out there? Yeah. Okay. So um, let's do this. So what I, what I do is um, I'm going to play you my little audio branding section here, just the beginning of it. And you can hear what I'm talking about. This is part of my brand. So, okay. So it goes, she's got skills, play on Alexa. Okay. And then, and then this line here that you're seeing is I have it fade out. So um, I'll do that one more time. You can just notice that, that the audio branding is high. It fades out. There's some background music, and I know that as this fades out, that's where I'm starting to record my voice. So, and right there, when it's faded out, that's when I would start to record my voice. So let's do it. I'm going to record this one, and, and in the next steps, we're going to export it. We're going to put it up live, and it's going to be live on Alexa within the next couple of minutes. All right? So, right about there is where I want to start my recording. Okay? So... But I'm going to mute this track while I record it. I don't want to pick up that audio that it's playing through the microphone, re-recording the audio. I just want to have my voice, okay? So one of the tips that I said is don't have a script. Another tip that I said is just try to be natural. Um, have an idea of what you want to say, 
So I'm just going to basically, in this flash briefing, say I'm, I'm live from the, from the workshop. We're having a good time, hopefully. Um, and we're learning a lot about flash briefings. And this is a recording that we're doing live here from the workshop. Um, I didn't mention I'm actually broadcasting this live to my podcast as well. So people are listening to this workshop. And um, let's just give it a whirl, see how it goes. What day is it today? It's Thursday, right? Yeah. Hey there, it's Terry here with the Voice in Canada Flash Briefing, and I am broadcasting this live from a Flash Briefing workshop that I'm holding right now. If you don't know, you can actually join into the workshop at alexaincanada.ca slash live. We've got an audience here. We're learning lots about Flash Briefings, and I'm hoping that everybody's getting a lot of value from that. It's been a great conference. I've learned so much, and I can't wait to meet all the, new, all the people that I've seen here today at the next big voice uh, conference, which will be Voice Summit, and then, of course, back at the Lexi conference uh, next year. So if you are listening in or if you have a chance to catch the replay of this, because I will put this on my podcast afterwards, um, I'd love to get your feedback. And if you, you can let me know if you learned anything from this. I would really appreciate that. So hope you're having a great day, and um, I look forward to chatting with you very soon. You can always check out the resources that I have available for Flash Briefings at alexaincanada.ca. And just if you're interested and you want to hear some other podcasts that I, uh, that I broadcasted live from here and you're interested in healthcare, you can check that out at voicefirsthealth.com slash live as well. All right, have a great day, and I will be back talking to you again tomorrow. Okay. So, you'll notice I did stumble over my words a couple of times. A couple of times. I'm not going to edit that out. I, I, it's not worth it. It's for one, it takes too much time to do that every time. Number two, I think it's more authentic. Every, people stumble over their words. <laughs> I meant to do that one on purpose. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, anyway, and so I just want to play this back to you now with the uh, with the audio branding, and you can kind of get a sense. I haven't tried that, like to catch the audience, but I think we should. Let's let's do it. You know what I'm going to do? That last little bit that um, uh, that I talked about the voice first health. Normally, I wouldn't edit it. I'd just do it. But for the sake of this, I think that's a great idea. So let's. Yeah, let's do it. So let me go to the part where. Right about there is where I think would be a good place to do that. So I'm just going to splice that. Oh, not that one. Got to make sure I'm on the right track. Splice that one. I'm going to delete this. Again, this is not best practice. I don't recommend editing every time you do it, but let's do that. What was your name? I'm Jim. Jim. All right. <laughs> um, and where are you from? You can't yourself. Yeah. We're all Chattanooga. All right. Here we go. Awesome. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. Here we go. Just before I sign off, I want to give a shout out to the audience here and to Jim from Chattanooga, who had a great idea. Let's hear it for the conference, everybody. All right, there you go. See how much fun you're missing? You got to be here next year. See you at the next conference, all right? Have a great day. Talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks to all the participants here. Appreciate that. Oh, no. Oh, no. You got to do it again. I hit play and I didn't hit record. See? Ah, all right. That was so good. You got to do it again. It's not going to be the same, is it? It's not going to be the same the second time.
All right. Let me make sure I hit record. Okay, here we go. Okay, everybody watch Jim. He's the conductor for the, uh, for the, uh, all right. Nice. You ready? Okay. Just before I sign off, I want to give a shout out to Jim here in Chattanooga and the rest of the audience for being such great participants. Let's hear it for the conference. There you go. See how much fun you are missing. You got to be here. Next time you have to be here at the Alexa conference. All right. Enjoy your day. Talk to you again tomorrow. What the hell? Who said is the mic off? Thank you. I turned it off when I was done, so I wouldn't... Ah, uh... oh, that's annoying. One more time. Sorry, guys. Jim, get back up here. I don't know what... You, 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 uh, you found me. I don't know what I'm doing up here. All right. Okay, you ready? Let's do this again. <laughs> Can't do it again. All right, hold on. You know, hold on. Is it working? Let me just see if it's, let me just record something here, make sure it's working. Yeah, there's an audio form there. Okay, good. All right. I should, I should have done the first time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Just before I sign off, I want to give a shout out to Jim and the rest of the uh, participants here in Chattanooga at the Alexa conference. Let's hear it from the participants. Wow. All right. You can hear how much fun you are missing. You have to make sure that you are here next year at the Alexa conference and join in all this fun. Crazy fun. All right. And by the way, we had to do that three times. Okay. Have a great day. Talk to you there. Okay. So, all right. <laughs> and if you're listening to this live, I'm sorry you had to listen to that three times. Okay. So now what I want to show you is when we add back in the, um, the audio branding here, I'm just going to bring out those two. All right, this is a, sort of a taste of what it sounds like then, right? Sorry? Do I, I want to what? Oh. Save. You've done, you've done this before, RML. Okay. It's personal preference. It's personal preference. It's certainly a little bit more uh, work to do that. Um, Again, I think it's a nice touch when you listen to really well-produced stuff. There's some music going in the background. And once you've got it, you can see it's actually not that hard now to, to add it in. The other thing that I do that I'll just, so you know why I'm doing this, is I'm going to bring up this little clip as well. And what I'm doing here, I'll just play this clip for you so you know what it is. I'm just going to solo that. So I'll talk a little bit about this at the end, but I've just created a network of flash briefings, which is basically to help solve the discoverability issue with, um, with Amazon Alexa flash briefings. And um, I am inviting people and through discussions with these, with these briefcasters, um, 
we are creating a community that highlights the, the, the flash briefings that are showing the best practices in flash briefings. Um, so that people know that if they go to the briefcast.fm website, they are flash briefings or briefcasts that, are, that have been vetted, they've been checked to be consistent, high quality, audio branding, the whole bit, and they don't have to sort through all of the stuff that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff on Amazon which is not great. There's a lot of stuff that's really good too, and I want to highlight the ones that are really good. And so the, the briefcasts or the flash briefings that are part of this network have some type of audio branding. I've got a couple of different ones here. So depending on the length, I might, you know, I can pull in this one. It's just slightly different, but it's, they've all got that same jingle. And that's just a way to identify that flash briefing. So when I export this now, I want to make sure I'm exporting this track, this track, and this track. So I just highlight them. I go to share. I go to export song. You can see my, my uh, naming here. Uh, this is, what's the date today? Today is the 17th. Yeah, this is the one. 3.33, January 17th, flash briefing live. Um, I'm just going to give that num name number two, and I'm going to export that. Um, and right now, it's exporting it into an MP3, MP3 file. Okay, you can see that this is not a ready-made solution, right? There are those ready-made solutions out there. But as I said at the beginning, this gives you. There's no. I mean, this is yours. It's custom. It's it's complete. You have complete creative control over this. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I do. Um, it seems to be work the best. Then, okay. So now we've recorded. So let me go back to the presentation here. We're getting a little short on time, but uh, we will um, continue to battle through here because I want to tell you about the next step. So the next step is we've got this. Now you choose an audio host. You need a place to put that audio file. Again, there are lots of different hosts. I can tell you what I use. I'm an affiliate for this company as well. Um, if you choose to use them, you get the same thing that I get. You get a $25 Amazon gift card. <laughs> That's what you get. So, uh, but the one that I use currently is Pippa.io. I actually have a podcast about this because when I, I started using this host as a podcast host, and then I said to the CEO, Simon Marcus, hey, have you thought of doing flash briefings? He said to me, like, what's a flash briefing? And I explained it to him, and I said, you should, you should market your host as a flash briefing host. And so he goes, let me talk to my team. I'll get back to you. And off he went for a couple weeks. He came back. He says, we did it. And um, so you need to choose a host. I'll show you how you set up a show in Pippa. There's lots of other ones that you can use as well, of course. And then we're going to upload that first episode so that it's live. So let's go and do that. So... Uh, where's Pippa? Pippa.io. These are my three shows, Alexa in Canada podcast, Voice First Health podcast, and the Voice in Canada flash briefing. Um, if I click on that, this is very user-friendly. Um, what I have currently, I'll just show you, January 17th. You can see that I've actually scheduled my briefcast for tomorrow already. I've got scheduled for Saturday as well. I knew I had to get these two done in advance because I'm going to be traveling, and there's, it's going to be difficult for me to get those two done. So... Um, this one is today's. I have a placeholder one for today, and I'll play this one for you so you know what. This is what is currently live, and we're going to replace it. Currently live, we have this. Hello, hello. So this is a really fun flash briefing today for me. This flash briefing is being recorded in advance, and it's sort of a placeholder flash briefing. Let me explain. As you know, I'm at the Lexi conference this week, 
and today I am giving a workshop on how to create a flash briefing. That's happening at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to listen in, first of all, then make sure you are on website alexaincanada.ca slash live at 10.30. And it'll be just like you are here in Chattanooga with all of us. Now, Minus the cheering. this workshop, what I plan to do is demonstrate how to record a flash briefing and get it uploaded live on Lexi. So during this workshop, I'm, I'm going to do exactly that. And once that goes live, I'm going to set it so that it actually replaces this particular episode. And then we have a flash briefing episode that is up that was recorded live during the workshop where I'm talking about how to create flash briefings. So I'm hoping this will work. Hopefully the technology will be cooperative with me and you'll be able to hear, if you listen to this flash briefing later on in the day, a different flash briefing that will have replaced this one. All right, let's keep our fingers crossed, and I hope that you'll tune in at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, alexaincanada.ca slash live. Talk to you later today. A briefcast.fm flash briefing. Okay, so that gives you an idea of what I set up. We're going to go in and we're just going to simply change that now. So under settings, you, and, and I'll just talk you through this as well, what I've done here is I've got my title, okay? I purposely put Voice in Canada at the beginning. Now, and when I say title, I'm talking about episode title, not show title. These are for the episodes. I purposely put my show title in the episode title because then when it shows up on a spot or a show, the first thing they see is the name of my show, okay? If you don't do that, they'll only see the name of the episode. What show does that belong to? Don't know. So. It means more typing every time I do this, but it's another way that I can emphasize my brand. My subtitle, my subtitle I'll actually do as my date. I've got a link. This is the link that I was talking about that allows somebody to click on wherever you want them to go, and that's going to show up on the Alexa card. So this is one of the reasons I really like Pippa's because it's, it's just so easy to use. Um, the season number, episode number, and, and then I can change my publish date right down here depending on what time I want it to go live if I'm going to pre-schedule. Now, in this case, everything's set. I just want to change the audio. So let's just click change audio. I'm going to upload my new one. So let's go and find that. It was this one, live two. That was the second one. That's why I did two. If you're wondering why I put added a two, is because I have my one already that was there from today. Uh, this is live two. So let's just put that one in there. Just takes a second for it to upload pretty quick. And we'll just make sure we've got the right one there. Hey there, it's Terry here with the Voice of Canada Flash Briefing, and I am broadcasting this live from a flash. Okay, perfect. And I'm just going to go publish now. And that is now on my flash. That's now live. Okay. So, and oh, I'll stop. So, that, so that's it. That's all there is to it, to getting it up there. Now, I realize we're running out of time here. I'm going to. Um, yes. Yes. When it plays, when your flash briefing plays on the spot, yep. Does it show the image, like your, um, your the, the, the icon, image? the icon, the icon? Yeah. yeah, the icon. So the the what you're seeing is, you're seeing this. Uh, sorry, this icon. That's my icon for my flash briefing. What you were seeing here, just so you know, this this thing here, is Pippa allows you to share, share it to other players as well, including a podcast. So once you've got this set up, I actually then just submitted my feed to Apple iTunes, and my flash briefing, 
my true flash briefing is actually available as a podcast as well. Okay. So I don't, I don't market it as such because I have another podcast, but if somebody wanted to listen to my flash briefing as a podcast, they can. The difference is I had to change the artwork here for the podcast because that's Apple's requirements. But the, the image here affects how it shows up in Apple. It does not affect how it shows up on Amazon because the next step is putting this, is creating an actual flash briefing skill and the icon from this is coming from the Amazon developer portal. So they're going to see that icon and they're going to see the title of the episode as well? Correct. Okay. Correct. So if you didn't put Voice in Canada as the prefix to the episode title, they'd at least see the icon. They, they would see the icon in the title okay. Yeah, of, of the episode. All right, so that was that. Oh, set up Amazon. Okay, so the next step is, so you've got your episode, you've got your, um, uh, you know, we've, we've uploaded one episode. Now we now have to connect that to your, to, your, uh, to your flash briefing skill. How do you do that? Well, you go to, this is free. How many of you actually have an Amazon developer account? Okay. If you don't have one, it's very simple. It's like, it, it, you, again, the link is in that web page I gave you. You just go there. You just type in your personal information. It's like setting up any other account. You're just creating a profile. It's free. Okay. You do that. Once you do that, then you can go into your developer console. You'll have access to this. Okay. And what you do, I'm just going to walk you through this. Very, very simple. And I'm going to show you. You do not need to know how to code. You click create skill. I need to log. You log in, skill name. Let's do uh, hockey coaching. Hockey coaching 101. Obviously, you would have spent more time in terms of what your name is and everything like that. You can choose your default language for those of the United States, which is, I think, everybody except for uh, me. Um, that would be US. You click on flash briefing. Here's the nice thing Amazon sets it up for you. you there's no coding. You click create skill. Okay? When you get into there, you create an error message. This is what Lexi is going to put. I refer to it as Lexi. The reason I'm saying Lexi, if that's not clear. Yeah, so that's our, exactly, that's a problem because it's audio. And when I, when I was saying Alexa, it would trigger people's devices to stop playing it and listen for the command. So that's what you'll hear actually a lot of people. It sort of has caught on now among podcasters and something to refer to Alexa as Lexi. So this is what Lexi will say if for some reason, there's a technical problem. And so it gives you, if you just click on the little question mark, it says um, skill name is not available. So I could just say, I'm just going to coaching. I know, I know how about the coaching is not on the bench. You know, you could give it some person, personality, right? Maybe that's a little too ambiguous and the person won't really know what that means. But you click save, you can test it out. The coaching is not on the bench. Or the coach is not on the bench, should be. Um, but that's, that's your message if it's not going to work, the right? Then the you click add new feed. And this is where that foundation work that we did, you just plug it in, right? Preamble. This is what, um, what Lexi says in delivering it. So usually this would just be the word from. Yeah, so it would be like from Coaching 101, in Coaching 101. It's just the way that you would introduce it because you, when you listen to your flash briefings, you'll hear that Alexa says, you know, from whatever the name of it is. That's where you put it. Um, the feed name, I would just do the same as your title name, Okay. You can do multiple feeds, but I'm not going to get into that today. It means you can have different topics. Um, that frequency, we're going to go daily. It's going to be audio. Text would be text-to-speech, meaning it's in Lexi's voice, which again, in my opinion, is not good quality. You want to differentiate yourself. You want to be different. And 
there's only so much I can listen to. And it's fantastic technology. I love, don't get me wrong, I love Alexa, but I can't listen to a flash briefing in Alexa's voice. Um, you can be able to choose your genre, your feed. Here is basically what, this is all there is to it now, to connect your audio host to Lexi. You go back to Pippa. And this is what, this is what I was saying. Simon had developed um, after I chatted with him. And we're going to go to, I want to go back to the show, Voice in Canada. And I'm going to go, and I'm going to go to distribution. And under distribution, look, they've got flash briefing. You click flash briefing, and right down here, you copy this link, you go back to your developer console, and you put your feed link in right there. Boom. Okay? You're done. You put in your icon here, you add this, you have to go through, you know, the, the rest of it's simple. It's just, you know, it's do you make money off your skill? Do you have a privacy statement? Do you have this kind of, like, there's nothing else to it as far as coding or developing or anything like that. This is set up once. You're doing this once. And what I showed you before where I uploaded the episode to Pippa right here, um, if I get out of this again, when I did this, like I'm doing a new episode, once I've, once I've exported that MP3 file, you click that new episode button, I put in the, I upload the episode, I fill in my title, my link, etc. schedule it, publish now or in the future if I schedule it, it's done. So I recognize that we've just got a couple of minutes left. Um, I'm going to, let me just see if I can highlight any... I'll just say that the next steps is you, you, can, you can very easily activate a beta test. So you can um, invite people to beta test it, which I think is a very good thing to do before you send it for certification to Amazon. Uh, just keep in mind that when you invite people to beta test, you need to use the email address that is attached to their Amazon account in order for them to be able to actually beta test it on their device. Okay? Um, and then you submit it for certification. So once you go through that uh, skill development portal, you submit it for certification in your first country. Then I would recommend that you record a couple of weeks worth of episodes to get you get some in the can while you're waiting for that certification. And when that certification comes back and says, yes, you're approved, then you open up that window that I showed you of how we set up the skill and then open up another window side by side. And the only change that I would suggest you make is choose another language, an English-speaking language, so you get that English-speaking region and then copy and paste everything that you've done from one to the other. And do that for each English-speaking region so that now you've maximized the, the, your audience. Does that make sense? You have to designate Australia. Yeah. So, which is, so if, I, if I go back to my... Um, if I go back to my... Uh, here we go. Let's go back to my skills. What you will notice... Uh, I'll leave this page. What you'll notice is I actually have multiple Voice in Canada flash briefing skills. This one's UK. This one's the US. This one's Australia. This one's India, and this one is Canada. But they're all, they're, all, they're all identical. I just copied and pasted everything, except just changing the language. No. I've had somebody ask me about that. I just, my, French, my French isn't good enough. I, need, I have to somehow do that. Yeah. From, from sitting down recording to, to, get a, to get an episode up. So I personally try to um, batch record them. Yeah. So I batch, record, I batch record about a week at a time if I can. Um, and that would take me about so seven episodes at the actual recording time of two to three minutes, 20 minutes of recording, plus uploading them, about an hour. Okay. I could do about a, probably about an hour. I can do a week's worth. Cool. Yeah. Flash briefing. Flash briefing. Yeah. So I think, you know, for the sake of, for the sake of time, unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut it there. I'm going to show you two last slides, and I want to make you aware of a couple things. Uh, one is... Um, I'm really sorry to have to do that because that 
kills me. I hate that when I can't get through everything, but I'm happy to stay, stay behind. Um, so I'll just finish off with this. So again, here's this real estate, right? I hope I've impressed upon you the fact that this is a huge opportunity right now. And I think, you know, if you want to become a leader, this is a, you know, you want to you be right there, right? There's your flash briefing right on the waterfront. Um, so I'll just I'll, I'll quickly tell you about my course in about two sentences. One, you already know about the free flash briefing tutorial, uh, creativeflashbriefing.com. Check it out. It'll walk you through. It's got everything you need to set it up. Okay? If you want to go further, I spend a couple of months creating a, a more complex course. You kind of know how much detail I go into. I, I have about 50 videos on there about how to set up a flash briefing. Um, at, that's at flashbriefingformula.com. And then the other thing is briefcast.fm. If you decide you want to make a, a flash briefing, I'm looking for those really good quality flash briefings to join the network. Um, and please feel free to get in touch with me. I'd love to, you know, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm looking for the good ones, right? So I have had some people contact me and I listened to that and I've, I've actually turned them down because um, I think the moment that we start to let in flash briefings that are not the best ones, then everybody loses that's part of that network. So there's a reputation that I'd like to try to maintain. But I think it'll be a good resource. Uh, I, I haven't developed that yet, but I'm actually, I thought about that so that people know. I'll put it this way. I mean, if you sort of, agree, if you sort of have, a, have a similar view to what I've been saying today and you're sort of following those principles, then that's pretty much what I'm looking for. So, um, but I think it's a nice way to then, um, everybody wins as far as I'm concerned. We all promote each other's and that little bit of audio branding, people know, you know, maybe I'll go to that network and I'm going to check out and I might find your flash briefing there if you're part of it. So, um, there we go. That's my contact information. And um, thank you very much for your attention and for sticking it out to the end. Appreciate that. There you have it. So you just got to experience the flash briefing workshop. I encourage you to check out the resources that I mentioned throughout the episode. Uh, In particular, make sure you check out createaflashbriefing.com for that free tutorial. You can go to flashbriefingformula.com to access the comprehensive course that I have created. And like I mentioned during the workshop, I also have this launch of this new network, briefcast.fm, where I'm highlighting, cataloging, inviting those that are doing the top quality flash briefings or briefcasts to join the network and to showcase what can be done in the flash briefing world. You can access show notes for this particular episode at alexaincanada.ca slash 61. And I look forward to bringing you the next podcast next week. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. She's got skills. skills.